Hey, everybody, we are back. Welcome to Rankable episode 39. I'm your host, as usual, Jared Thomas, Senior Account Executive at iPool Rank. And today we have a great episode lined up for you guys. We're going to be talking about the reasons why you should start a podcast. So, what we're looking to cover today, we're going to cover the benefits of starting a podcast, what strategies you should deploy when creating one, how to book your guests what tools and equipment you need, distribution, and more. And I have a very, very special guest here today with us. She has close to 20 years of marketing experience under her belt, formerly served as the VP of marketing at her first global bank, and is now the CMO at JMMB Group in Jamaica, and is the host of the Internal Marketing Podcast. So I'd like to introduce our special guest today, Miss Carrie Ann Benton-Stimson. How are you, Queen? Wagwan. I am uh, Wagwan Jarrett. You're good. Your <laughs> your 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 accent. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is awesome. And as your first LinkedIn Live guest, I I don't know if I should pee my pants, but this is great. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for joining. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to have you. Um, you know, obviously we've been speaking for quite some time. It's great to finally meet you. Um, and this is to for everybody listening. This is the benefits of being on LinkedIn, right? Being social, you meet great people and you know, we're always looking to collaborate and help each other out. So that's the the real benefit of it. And what we're gonna do today, talk about why you should start a podcast, right? So before we begin, Carrie, I would love to hear a little bit about your story and your background and and really why you to start to, to start your own podcast. Great. Well, thanks so much. I mean, I'll just keep it real tight. Um, of course, you hear the accent, right? I am Jamaican, born and raised, still living in Kingston. That's where I am right now. Wow. And I really, as you rightly said, I'm, a, I'm a, oh, you've got lots of noise going on outside. You know, you got the traffic going on. Uh, but yeah, so I've, I've been a financial services marketer for virtually my entire marketing career. And um, now with JM, being part of JMMB, I'm actually a podcaster with two hats. So I'm an independent podcaster with my own podcast. And I also do a podcast format for JMMB as well. I host it and with my team, we produce it. Yeah. And for the for the company podcast, it came out of the pandemic, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, so here it is, everybody, it's March 2020, everybody's sheltering in place. But as a financial services company, people were very, very shocked by not only the health impact of the pandemic, yeah. but businesses were closing. Um, people were losing jobs. You're talking about debt racking up. People were just very anxious and nervous about what should I be doing right now with my money, with my savings, with my investments? How am I going to manage my debt? And we said, you know what? We're going to answer the call. And the goal was just to launch this thing. We stream live at night, literally at night after 8 p.m., which is after curfew because we had curfews, national curfews. And um, we just started to talk about what to do with your stock portfolio, how to manage debt, how to do redo your budget. And folks were just so grateful for the information. And we just kept going. And a year later, we're still very much doing that Tuesday night, 8 p.m., yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And I, I think the, the the takeaway just now is right, you, you guys created out of a necessity of the pandemic, right? And I, I use this line a lot and I think you guys embody that. But if you teach them how to fish, they'll learn you sell fishing poles. Right. So yeah. in, in that regard, you guys are saying, look, we know what the market is. We understand how you feel. This isn't this doesn't have to be transactional right now. Right. Let exactly. me, you, you know, let me inform you. Let me get to know you guys. What, what yeah. are the challenges you're dealing with? And let's deliver to that. And if you need additional help, you've got our numbers, you've got our contact and we'll make it happen. It seem it makes a seamless sale. And like, Absolutely. Yep, and that's kind of how we, we did the same thing. Right. It was like once March hit here, it was like March 10th or something when the pandemic hit. Um, 
once a week after we were using zoom info i don't know what you you guys use on the sales side but we were using that for like sending emails every email bounced so it was like no longer here no longer here this person is not here moved and it's like oh, i'm like oh my how are we gonna get sales like what are we gonna do and then we was just like hey we've got a little bit of notoriety on linkedin we have some traction going on let's just start it we had zero equipment. I had my son's little kitty uh, headphones. I had nothing, no microphone, and we just did it. And we just did it, and 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 here we are now. And I've just been grateful of that. But um, I would love to hear from you. Like, what are the some of the benefits that you've seen since starting? Like, what are some of the coolest things that have occurred for you? Well, for for us, the coolest thing I think is that. It, there has been such a tremendous brand benefit. So the first thing is it's very yeah. inexpensive to do. And I know we'll get into that. Yeah. But we use, you know, a platform just like pretty much like what we're on now, StreamYard. And it's in folks are at home just like us right now. It's very inexpensive. And we yeah. showed up at a time when people needed us. And I think that's probably the biggest benefit that it that we've seen for our brand. Because again, as you rightly say, you know, you're not doing a sales pitch. People have a need. They yeah. remembered us as the brand that stepped up to the plate and answered their call when they needed it yeah. and when they see that kind of authentic empathetic display of you know we're here for you here is some great content that you can use that's really valuable i think that's really been what's been great for us because we had budget cuts in marketing understandably so yeah um and you know again everybody sheltering in place you're not quite sure when the turn is going to happen and when you, you're going to be able to do business at the same velocity that you used to but yeah. for us, it's really just been a tremendous brand benefit. So now that things are turning, yeah. this is why people are like, well, I'm going to, I remember JMB because they were there and they were there early and they were there, you know, right on time for what we needed. And yeah. So that's, I would say the biggest benefit is the brand building. And then of course, for someone like me as an employee, uh, there is, and there's a personal brand building benefit as well. I'm not going to lie. Right. Sure, <laughs> it was, yeah. it was, it was actually out of the JMMB company podcast that I realized, you know, if I can do this and I really love this and I'm passionate about it and I do it well, yeah. then it, it actually gave me the courage to do my own thing. But it's really been an awesome personal branding benefit for me as well and the company brand as well. So we're kind of on the same train and joined the ride. Absolutely. I, I think that's a that's a huge thing. The brand benefits cannot be understated, people, right? The, the ability to connect with, think about the content that you're creating right now, right? Think about the blogs, think about the articles, think about all those things, right? Do they have a connection with the audience? Yes. But if you can get your audience to sit here on a podcast for 30 minutes and understand you, like who you are, understand your personality, your vision, right? That is a much better connection. And it leaves you for a personal connection that can't be duplicated just by written content. Right. Yeah. I think that's the, the huge benefit. And then also like for, for somebody like us, right, we're hosting people, the ability to learn. You're yeah. constantly learning, constantly. So it's not an episode I haven't learned from somebody. And I'm like, whoa, that was clip it up. Let's send it out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Because even though I'm hosting, I'm I'm taking notes too, because as you, you're, you're like, this is an awesome guest that's coming on. And yeah, we're producing this content for the audience, but you're taking notes too, because as you say, you're learning just as much as your audience is. So that's been, oh my goodness, it's been amazing. Absolutely. And the fact that they can grow with you, like I know me personally, like and just the reach too, right? It's been times where I've gotten emails or DMs from people from Africa, Germany, France. And I'm like, 
Like, thank you so much. I'm, I'm just a dude in the Bronx just on a computer. <laughs> and, you know, I appreciate the love and the support, but it just makes you feel that, you know, we our voices are needed, right? Yeah. People are yearning for this type of content to be authentic, right? Like you said, to be real, be your authentic self. And that's what really is the benefit. And um, I'm curious for you, like, how, how do you, what does the booking look like? So how do you book your guests? Wow. So, well, for us, I think the biggest uh, way in which we book our guests is actually we we scour the 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 we scour social media, primarily LinkedIn and Twitter, right? So, okay. um, so of course, first of all, we do a lot of social listening to begin yeah. with, right? I'm uh, sorry, so, do you use like Hootsuite or we use Brand Twenty Four, right? Oh, so yeah. it's an awesome <laughs> app. Um, so we use it, have it on my phone. It's an awesome app that, of course, alerts us whenever our brand is mentioned in certain social media platforms but it also helps us to monitor the conversations that are taking place so let's start there right what it what i what's your audience talking about what do they want to know what information do they need and then that gives us the topic ideas and then in terms of well who are the subject matter experts that we need to engage to talk about these topics again you go back to the same twitter and linkedin platforms look at these folks their content maybe they would have had prior episodes of other podcasts they would have been guests on you know you want to get a feel of the personality and the vibe and then literally we reach out to them via dm you know and usually i would say we get a nine out of ten success rate you know folks are i find especially in the last year everybody is on lockdown everybody's actually trying to build their brand stay alive remain focused um be, you know, be out there. We found yeah. folks are very eager to jump on board. So that's exactly. basically how we've been doing it. And folks have been very responsive. And yeah, it's been great. Same, same. Um, I, I, I wish I was using the social listening. I wish I was using Hootsuite a little more. Like the way I, the way I looked at it personally was like, look, in order for everybody's doing a podcast, right? So what's one way that we could differentiate ourselves, right? Especially being an SEO, we're a black owned business. You know, it's a very niche audience, a very niche, you know, um, product that we sell. So with that being said, I was like, if people aren't coming, I want people to say, how did Jared get them? Yeah. Or how did how did that meeting take place? Right. So what I was doing, I was just shooting for the stars, hopefully landing on a cloud. And I've been, you know, very grateful, like you said, like a nine out of ten um, success rate. But what I was doing, I was pulling out my phone, going right in my bedroom, put the light kit on, and I was just telling people about who I am. I was just like, you know, I love who you are. I I aspire to be somebody like yourself. You're a CEO of a of a big national chain. You're a CMO or vice president of marketing, right? And I aspire to be those things. So in order to get there, I have to learn from you. So mm-hmm. would you please, you know, would you mind coming on our show and and spending some time? And then from there it was just, yeah, of course, man, of course, man, of course. And yeah. I'm like, what the? And when I noticed the people who were actually coming, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm actually going to speak to these people. And it's just, you know, it's, it's something to look forward to. Right. Mama always said if happiness is just having something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love the way you put that, Jared, because for us, again, when you talk about the, your podcast and the focus that you want to have and even going back to that point of listening, yeah. listening is is not only so much. Well, OK, what is my competition doing and what do people want to know? It's also about what do they want to know that someone else is not already telling them. Exactly. Right? So there are a million marketing podcasts, but how many 
podcasts are there talking about internal marketing, right? Exactly. So we do a financial planning podcast that helps people how to manage their money. But everybody tells you how to get a mortgage, but not everybody talks about the 10 things they don't tell you when buying a house. Yes. You get what I'm saying? And totally. that's you find your niche, you get in there, and you're giving content that's next level that no one else is giving. And that, for me, is the winning formula. And people want to be a part of that always. Yeah, you hit, you hit the nail on the head, right? Because I think most brands, they want to hoard that information, right? I don't want to give it away. You got to pay for it and all that other stuff. No. Give the information for free. The customer will thank you later. The yeah. customer will absolutely thank you later. And it's just like, you know, like you said, everybody wants to know, how do you get a mortgage, right? But what are the steps? What should I look for? How do I vet these these mortgage options, right? Should I refinance if I already have one? Like, what are the downsides? What are the pros? What are the cons, right? Yeah. And just learn from somebody that you trust. And if I trust you, when I really do have an issue, you're going to be the person I come to, my, my, my source of truth, right? Absolutely. That's what it, what it's all about, right? That's the connection. And um, in terms of like, what would you say? And this is actually, a, I would love to hear from your perspective. Like, what do you say is the hardest part of being a host? Wow. Well, you know, actually, I remember thinking about that. And in my view, Jared, can I say, I think hosting yes. is the easy part. It's the producing that's the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I I actually wear both hats, both on the company side and and on the personal side of podcasting. But um, it's I mean from from a host perspective, it, it, I mean if you want to get really specific about hosting, um, it's really trying to make sure that you have your finger on what are the kinds of questions that you yeah. want to put out there. Um, which arguably some will say that's a producer's job as well. But the reality is you really need to have a deep and intimate understanding of your audience, yeah. and not everybody is able to do that and especially when you're doing a live discussion like what we're doing right now and people mm -hmm. want to comment and they're dropping a question or you're picking up conversations that are happening parallel to what you're talking about on the screen how yeah. can you flip that how can you you know maybe shift gears if you need to to make sure that you're always delivering the content that your audience wants to hear because sometimes you can come in with the greatest of plans and yeah we're going to do this 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 and this and when you do a temperature check of what's happening in the comments and the audience you're realizing uh, actually, I really want to kind of focus on this angle. Uh, yeah. Then you just have to do that. And I think that's that's probably the the, the, the hardest part that not everybody gets. Uh, but hey, um, that's, that's how you separate the men from the boys in terms yeah. of the host, right? <laughs> so true. I, I think I, I, th I would agree with you 100%, right? It's the, it's, the, it's the stuff that people don't see behind the scenes, right? What goes into pre and post production, right? What clips you're listening back to the episodes. Me personally, I can't stand listening back to the episode. I don't know if you do, but like I feel like I always find something wrong. I'm very critical of myself. So I can't listen back to the to the meetings. I can't listen back to it. I always find something wrong with it, right? But it's just the like you said, just the the, the benefit of that, right? It's just Yeah. It's yeah. Like, right. I, then, I'm a listener. I'm a listener. I actually I just listen right away. I go right back to the recording really? and I listen. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's well, for me, why I listen is I I, I just want to learn while it's still fresh, and that's me. And of course everybody's different. So if you can't listen, that's okay. Uh for me, I really just want to learn in the moment. Uh is there something we we missed? Um, because sometimes again, maybe that's that's something for future episodes or for repurposing when you're taking your podcast content and you realize here was an opportunity to spin something yeah. when we're repurposing content, maybe in a blog or a social media post, how can we flip that again based on what we probably didn't pick up in the live discussion? So yeah, different strokes for different folks. But yeah, I, I listen right away. 
<laughs> totally agree with you. <laughs> um, you know, as you know, like there's a, there's a ton of competition in the space. I, I hear from a lot of people. It's like, Jared, look, I know you're talking about starting a podcast, but everybody's doing it. Right. So I don't feel the benefit of doing it. Right. So I'm curious to hear from you. Like, what are some ways that you differentiate yourself and your show to provide that experience for, you know, your users? Yeah. Well, or, or to, to be yeah to be straight we always for, for us it always comes down to one question we're always asking ourselves right mm -hmm. what are the questions that our audience is asking mm -hmm. that no one else is giving them the answer to so that's a that's 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 always at the forefront of our minds what are the questions the challenges the problems that folks in our audience are experiencing right now yeah. that no one else is giving them the answer to because yeah. at the end of the day we want to have the conversations that others are not having we want to go there <laughs> you know we want to go there exactly. and um, as i said you know going back to that same mortgage example Again, there were lots of webinars and live streams and podcasts on mortgages and how to get a mortgage. We got a lawyer mm -hmm. on our show, a lawyer who represents folks who buys homes, who was able to tell you all of the pitfalls that some of his former clients had when they were buying a place. Yeah. And all the court cases that he would have experienced. And he's like, this is how you avoid that when you're buying a house. That's it. I mean, it was like probably one of our top performing um, episodes because folks are like, first of all, the bank is giving me this information. Are you kidding? They're yes. like, first of all, they're like, oh, my God, this is so authentic. And then again, nobody else, a lawyer coming on to tell you how you can avoid these pitfalls when you're buying a house. Are you kidding me? No one else was having that conversation. Yeah. That's how you win. You're delivering content that's answering the questions that nobody else is answering for your audience right now. Absolutely. And then I think you, you hit the nail on the head, too. You differentiate what bank is doing it what bank is doing it right like like there's a distrust in, especially in the black community right about banks right you know yeah. we don't have our own banks we don't have our own financial institutions so there's going to be some sort of distrust right you feel like you're going to get get got so to speak right yeah <laughs> that's the thing so the fact that you guys are like look we understand that we understand the perception of that and we're going to tackle it head on i think that's exactly. cool. I think that's exactly, exactly. And in, in our case, I mean, well, Jamaica is like 90% black, but for us, we're a developing country, yeah. third world country, uh, where the majority of our population are, po are poor, they live below the poverty line. So that mistrust of established financial institutions who they say the banks are like, they're not for poor people like us. Yeah. And here we are as a bank just being level with you and saying, hey, this is how you're going to avoid this, okay? Don't listen to those yeah. guys over here. You got to do this. And they're like, are you serious? And you're not charging me for this? This isn't gated content. I don't need a password. I don't need an uptown address. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It it wins every time. Yeah. And I, I think you hit, that's a, a great point you said, right? Do you guys gate the content? Like, do you, or are you just, just like, hey, come all, come at this time, enjoy the show, right? Are yeah. You, that's YouTube, Facebook, you go on the YouTube channel, it's there, press play. We don't we don't even know necessarily who's watching all the time. We're like, it's there. But when they come back to you, you get the DMs, you get the emails. I love your episode. This is awesome. They share the episodes on the platforms. Yeah, that, that that's how it is. We're like, it's free. It's for you. Just click. That, but that's the value, right? And, and that, that's what I've always been telling, at least, at least internally. And those are the things I be I, I present externally, right? You don't have to gate everything, right? 
Yes, do you want the content? Do you want to know who's viewing it? Yes, we do. We want to know those metrics, yes, in an ideal world, yes. But at the end of the day, when people see a gate and I have to put my email, I automatically think sales. You guys, it's a bait and switch, right? Yeah. Like, I know I'm going to get somebody. You're going to give me the content. I'm going to have Jared call me at Monday. He's going to call me five times in a row. I don't want that. <laughs> no, I just give me the information. I just want some good information. That's it. Exactly. So that's that's top funnel sales, right? It's just like, hey, let's build the customer awareness up, right? Let's get you to trust me before you even think about working with me or doing business with me. So you don't have to, right? That's where the future of, I think, podcasts, and I think the future of sales is going to be a frictionless process. People want the information, what they want, when they want it. I don't want to have to speak to two, three different people to get to what I want to. And I think that's the biggest thing in the industry right now. Just like, hey, we want to get the content. We want to know what our audience is doing. Yes, that's fine. But just give them the content. They will thank you later. Will it be longer? It's a long-term play. Yes, but it has benefits. Absolutely. I'm curious, what was the conversation like when, when when you brought the idea internally? So being that you guys are a bank was like the leadership team, like, whoa, Carrie, why are we doing this? You know, I'm just going to be very honest. I never asked for permission, right? So I'm the CMO. Yeah. yeah. I, I manage the budget. I said to my team, guys, it was like Monday. I said, we're going live Wednesday. We're doing this. And in two days, we put it together. Um, we had one inter- We had two guests on that first episode, one internal person, one external. Of course, the internal person is in sales. So she's like, oh, a way to get in front of customers in a pandemic? I'm in. Yeah. And then the external person, based on their line of business, they were like, they're in. And it yeah. happened in two days. And to be honest, Jared, I think now I still feel like Maybe there's some of our leaders who are still not quite clear why the heck their marketing <laughs> team continues to do this thing. You know, I got I got an email from one of my 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 sales leads and, I, you know, great. I love her. We have a great relationship. Uh-huh. She's like, you know, so what's the benefit of this weekly episode thing? You know, um, is it that we're getting leads out of it? I mean, how much revenue can we track back to all these episodes? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's so inexpensive. It's cheaper than anything we do. So yeah. from a money standpoint, you don't need to worry about that. But I'm like, you know, that's not what the podcast is for. I was straight up. Yeah. If you're going to be tracking sales from that, you're going to think we're getting zero. But when you talk about building a brand, putting us out there, creating a brand sentiment that's so powerful. Yes. When you see our brand sentiment scores on social media go through the roof because people are just so grateful that we're out there every week with yes. this rich content for no price at all that's really helping them. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to see shorter sales cycles, right? You're going to see people calling you that your sales team doesn't need to set up any cold calls. They don't have time because the phone is ringing in, you know? Yeah. So that's what you see. And so, yeah, I, I just keep doing it. As I say, ask for f- forgiveness instead of permission. I just ran with it. And yeah, it's doing awesome as far as we're concerned. Oh, that's that's amazing story. And it was very, very similar here. Um, I can't remember exactly what the conversation was like, but I remember going to our founder, Mike King, was like, look, this is something that we need to do. We're working on LinkedIn right now. You see the traction. Like, I, fi- I, I, I want to go all in on this, right? It's very inexpensive, like you said. And if we get one deal... You know, we're, we're, you know, we, we, we're a good, we have a good cost that is associated with our services. So let's just say that. And, yeah. and if we, and if we get it it, it, it doubles and triples in revenue, right? So it's just easy to do and it connects on another level. And in our case, right, our founder has always been the face of the company. So mm. like how, what are some ways that we can involve other people in the organization to kind of take the pressure off of you of being the face and being out there all the time. So that was really cool. But it, like the benefits, like you said, is the sentiment. 
right? I, I've, I've gotten so many emails and DMs just like, I love what you guys are doing. I, I love your content. I love how you're authentic. I've gotten emails that says, Jared, like, can you guys duplicate what you're doing for your organization for us? Wow. Seen that, And it was like, whoa. And then I've got on the phone with people and they're like, I watch your stuff so much. I can't believe I'm on the phone with you. And I'm like, what the? Like, ah, you're a celebrity, man. You're a celebrity. Like, oh, I, I wish I was. <laughs> well, it sounds like you are. I mean, folks are like, I got Jared on the phone. He's on the phone. It's been crazy. Like, and I'm so grateful and blessed. You know, I'm grateful for every like, every comment. And I think that's what it is, right? It's the fact that you don't have an ego, right? Mm -hmm. It's just your will. People sense that you're willing to help. People yes. sense if you're looking just to do a sale, right? It's been numerous calls I've taken outside of office hours. Just like, hey, this is how you do the LinkedIn thing. This is how you look at the algorithm, you know, post like this, change the words a little bit, space it out. And they're just grateful for that. And then next thing you know, they're writing a post on LinkedIn about me. And it's like, whoa, I didn't expect that. And then people see it, people yeah. see it. And it compounds like interest, you know, Absolutely. What I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and it just works. So, you know, definitely those are some of the benefits guys. And then uh, what's your setup like too, Carrie? Like what, I know you said you started from Monday, Wednesday was up. So what equipment did you start with? So the equipment that we started with on the Wednesday was this. So my 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 laptop and and my and my air air earphones right here. Yeah. Then over time we were able to you know invest you know and ship things from Amazon. So yeah. a nice Samsung Q um, Q2 microphone, less than a hundred bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, got a nice um, ring light right here that's shining in my face. Yeah. Uh, you know, and very inexpensively, probably 50 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. And then probably the most expensive investment is a Logitech uh, camera that 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 gives great quality for streaming. So we got that over time, right? Yeah. But certainly for the first few weeks before those came in, it was just your laptop and your earbuds, you know, or your earphones, whatever it is. And um, you know, at the end of the day, if your content is that powerful, you always want to deliver on quality. And I don't want to sure. make it sound like I'm 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 under I'm undervaluing the importance of having great audio quality, which is why we do invest in the microphone and the camera yeah. to make sure we're upping the quality. But yeah. don't let that stop you from starting, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's going to be the quality of your content that's going to make you win. So with all the sexy microphones and cameras yeah. and lights, if the quality is not going to be on point every single time then you're wasting your time yeah yeah you, you hit the nail on the head right I, I think we did the same thing we started off with i think i, I think i just got this mic in christmas I, I, it was my christmas gift to myself <laughs> I put a 75 bucks for a microphone i've got this little external connect, external connector over here um i brought the lighting kit that's over there and that's it maybe all in guys less than 200 bucks mm -hmm. less mm -hmm. than 200 bucks and it's a great investment right and as you start to get more traction you're going to want to refine it you're going to want to up it up yeah, like I, I know pretty sure for like same thing with you. Like your first episode, you probably look back and cringe. You're yeah, like, <laughs> camera is all foggy. <laughs> Just cringe, right? But it's like you, you, you learn and you grow. Just step into it. Just do it, right? There is yeah. a benefit for jump starting. Your people will tell you. You'll learn in the process. And to be honest with you, people like the journey. Yeah. People enjoy the journey. People, that's the real benefit, right? When people see you first starting off on LinkedIn or first starting off with a podcast, right? And then to see you a year from now and how you've progressed, people are champion that. And, they, and you can use that as your benefit, right? You know, I'm learning just like you guys. You know, I'm not anything special. I'm a person like you. Yeah. And I'm going to learn and help you any way I can. And that and that just, it trickles from there, right? But yeah. um, we're almost, oh, wow, when your time flies when you're having fun. I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I do have a, this is a good question for you. 
Yeah. What is the craziest thing that's happened to you on air? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so the thing is, the thing is, I'm because it I, I'm doing it from home and it's eight o'clock at night, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess if, if I don't know how 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 much crazy it is on the crazy scale, but yeah. everything that's happening in my house sometimes gets through, you know. Yeah. So you got your kid coming in. <laughs> I'm on a live stream. I'm doing a live stream right here. So you got your kid coming in there upstairs, and then I have to mute the microphone and like yeah. be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah, it's just trying to navigate what's happening in the home space uh, because it is eight o'clock at night, um, which coincides with bedtime. I mean, my husband is great he's normally with them but you know sometimes the dads can't hurt the kids like how we can oh, right so bless his heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes he doesn't get it all right but you know um you work out a system but yeah that's basically it but most of the crazy stuff is actually off camera so if you take a picture i have on my nice branded shirt up here yeah. And then you'll see the house bedroom bunny slippers on the feet, you know, yeah. but that that's out that's off the camera. <laughs> that that that's that's how it is, right? Yeah. And then, I think the crazy I think the craziest thing I've, I've been kicked off of air. So I've been like my internet just dropped. And yeah. like, my guests are still in the damn live chat and they're like, Where is Jack? And I just pop back in randomly, like, oh like nothing. Yeah, happened. that happened once to me too. Yes. <laughs> I lose I lose train of thought all the time. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I'm like, oh my goodness, I didn't get what that guest just said. Um, yeah, because <laughs> you're looking at the comments, you're looking at the guest, you're trying to navigate all these different things. Yeah, it, it's it's lots of fun. And just to everybody listening, those things happen. And if they do happen, it's okay. People yeah. understand it. It's okay. Roll with the punches. It makes you stronger. Yeah, makes you stronger. We're all going through these crazy times together, right? We all are trying to work and send our kids to school in the same living room, in the same house. I mean, folks are very understanding. So, yeah, don't let that stop you. Don't worry about it. Just keep going. It happens, right? And I, let me ask you a last question for, before we go. If you had to pick one person in the world to interview, who would it be? Wow. For me, I, I hope this doesn't sound too boring. It's not a celebrity or anything no. like that. Um, sure. For me... I would love to introduce and this um, interview, and this is going to be very specific. I want to interview some of my first relatives, ancestors who would have come yeah. to the new world from Africa. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good one. I want to know what their story was. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a story of tremendous pain. Yeah. And anger and fear and loss because they would have been brought over here against their will. Yeah. But just to understand their journey, I think would be fascinating. Yeah. And for them to meet me to see what's going to be the transition that's going to happen hundreds of years later, yeah. I think would be awesome. Because as, as black folks, we, we, we lose a lot of our historical connections because of that lack of record keeping, you know, that the slave trade would not have facilitated. So to be able to dig into that and to meet them and, and hear their story, I think would be yeah. just amazing. Yeah, that that's damn. That's a, I can't even top. That's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Drop the mic after that. Like, oh, who would it be? <laughs> I would love it. It probably would be a business really, and I don't know what the person is off the top of my head, but I would love to know what the experience was like of the first black CEO in America. Oh wow, that's awesome! I love that. Yeah, I'm not sure who that person. Like, who was the first black CEO in America? Like, who and the, when? And when? Right. 
what was the challenges you overcame? What like was it during the Jim Crow ever? Was it not during the Jim Crow ever? Like what did you deal with, right? And how did your family champion you? Like those mm -hmm. kinds of things I would love to love to, you know, that person I would love to interview. And I'm not yeah. sure who else. Like, and maybe like you said, like you said, the ancestors, like, yeah, I, I would love to do a real interview with my mom too. Oh, I love, I love that. Like, you know, what do you, what do you think about mom? What was in your head when when you were, when I was born, right? What was in your mind process? Yeah. You're thinking like, hey, I gotta do X, Y, Z, and like, just how did you how did you manage it all? So, wow. so I, would love to, I would love to get her on. Awesome, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely appreciate. It. I realize we were we're a little bit over time, but Kerry, thank you so so much. I've enjoyed this conversation thoroughly. Um, it's a it's an absolute pleasure, and you know I'm always rooting for you. So I do wish you the best, and I will be on your show one day. You just tell me when, and I'm there. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much, Jared. It's been an honor to be here. So grateful that you reached out, and I, I hope whatever I shared today will add value to someone's podcasting journey. And yeah, looking forward to seeing with you, seeing you again, and continuing our great exchanges on LinkedIn. We will. We definitely will. And thank you, everybody, for joining today. Thank you for you know taking time out your busy day to, to join us. Um, please give us any feedback, anything that you'd like us to talk about in future episodes. Next week, we've got Linwood Bivens, who is the CEO of Reach TV. So he's the biggest media um, player in um, in the internationals, like, like, say, the airport media. So if you go to media, if you go to the airport, and you see the TVs and they're sending, you know, broadcasting and cable stuff. He owns all of that. So he's, yeah, so he's a black man. I can't wait to to reach them and, and speak with them. And um, we're gonna have a great episode next week. So thank you again, Kerry. It's a pleasure and an honor and hope you have a great rest of the day and see you guys soon. <laughs> Take care.